and welcome to The Solve Network. My name is Shane Borza, and I'll be your host. Along with my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we'd like to welcome you. Our mission is to provide solutions and create a network of experts for you to learn from. Now, this show is a little different than most podcasts, as it is actually a live call held twice a month. If you can, please join us on the first and third Thursday of each month so you can get your questions answered live and direct from the experts themselves. If you're an expert, please contact me at shaneborza.com so you can be a part of the network. And now, here's our show. Hello, this is Shane with The Solve Network. Thank you for joining us on another one of our guest expert calls. Tonight's call is with Bijel Chotsky, who is an organizational psychologist, a coach, and an expert in strengths. Tonight, she's going to be talking about how to identify and use your strengths to make progress in both your life and business. Hi, I'm Shane Borza, a climber, creator, and coach, and I want you to build the skill of health and fitness. My new course is a priceless gift to you, and it's available exclusively on PonoQuest.com. That's P-O-N-O-Quest.com. Build the skill is a minimalistic, functional, real-world fitness program, which can help you to move better and get stronger faster. I can't wait for you to check it out. And when you do, please let me know how it helps you. That's build the skill at PonoQuest.com. Now here's Bichel. Do we want to go ahead and start with introductions just while we're waiting? Or do you want to wait for to see if some if other people are joining? Yeah, why don't you introduce everyone on, on your team, and I'll introduce everyone on, uh, on our team. Okay. Well, welcome, team members. Did you even know that we were on a team, my peeps? <laughs> I love it. Um, well, I am Bijal Chaksi, and I am an organizational psychologist. I've been doing coaching and consulting for the last 20 years, mainly consulting, and then just saw a need beyond helping organizations, just helping employees, too around empowerment and around owning their path and not necessarily be dependent just on the, the company that you're in or the culture. So it's a little bit about my background. And I'm, I live in Denver, Colorado, and I have a preteen and a teenager. And the preteen is the moodier one of the two. So go figure. <laughs> Greta, do you want to go next? I will go next. Uh, I am also in Denver. I'm Greta Barant. And I'm a conceptual designer for an interior design firm that specializes in multifamily, hospitality, and active adult communities. So that is a lot of teamwork all day long for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I have two teenage boys. (laughs) You know what would be helpful to me too, just so I can customize it also as I'm going through it, is... Maybe share one career, um, either situation or problem or just something that's come up for you in your career um, and or just why you're here tonight. What were you hoping to get from it? Well, after I did the assessment and my initial reaction was, uh, no. And then I read the negatives and I said, oh, yeah, no, that's totally me. And then I realized you can't really have the the bad without the good. So I need to be a little more open hearted, but something came up for me that reminded 
we recently, um, our company was acquired by another company and mergers are always really tough, but, uh, one of the things that happened was when we came into the new company, I got shifted into a new role because I knew all the parts and the pieces and it sort of, without anyone really having a nice sit down with me and explaining what was happening, my role changed. And the team that I had been on, which was working with and for and um, changed. And one of the things that I realized is that I, I create family in an office environment. Mm-hmm. And so my family changed and I had to make a new family <laughs> in my new company. And my old family was still at the company so they could see me. <laughs> and they felt it was, it was very, there was a lot of a learning curve, but now it's just a bigger family. So that's good. That was my big challenge this year was growing my family, my work family. All right. Thank you. All right. I'm just going to go clockwise if that's okay, how you show up on my screen. Um, Mariana, do you want to go next? Hi there. Um, I'm Mariana. I run a nonprofit that uh, works on human trafficking. And so I work with team members all the time and I love different modalities and um, I'm not familiar with this one. So I'm looking forward to hearing more and learning more. And I think it's, it's always good to learn about different styles and different types to understand others a little bit better. Great. Thank you. Kelsey. Hi. Hey, guys. Um, So I'm Kelsey, and I am here um, specifically because I'm going to be speaking at the next one. (laughs) So hello. Um, (laughs) And uh, I actually, like, I I just moved from Fort Collins and was living in Denver a little while ago. So, um, but now I'm in Phoenix. It's quite warm. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and I work as a personal trainer and a yoga instructor, and I specifically work with women, um, online who struggle with feeling out of control and obsessed with food, particularly, um, struggling with binge eating disorders and, um, just kind of helping them rediscover the best version of themselves and, uh, learn to kind of let go of that. So. It's been great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So just kind of working against uh, or just kind of trying to bring more awareness to diet culture and some of the um, pain points and, and different things that it can bring about and, and what dieting actually does to us physiologically, neurologically, and of course, psychologically. So, um, Yeah. And uh, just, yeah, I, as far as like, uh, I am a team of one. Uh, <laughs> so I just uh, started up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've done training and stuff in gyms and was working at Orange Theory in Colorado for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in September went full time on my own and just kind of jumping in with both feet, but eventually hope to have team members with me. Great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Kari, you're next on my screen. 
Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm Colin from Tucson, Arizona. Maybe not quite as hot as Phoenix, but still pretty hot. Um, and uh, I'm a coaching buddy of Bijal, so I'm here to support her and just found out I'm a provider and stimulator through the assessment. So interested in hearing more about all that. And my work, I combine life coaching and yoga meditation to help people understand the nature of their monkey mind and some ways to control and tame it. Awesome. Thank you. Julie. Hi, sorry. I was joining late. I was just doing my assessment. Um, I'm Julie and I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say. Bijal and I have known each other for a long time. Um, I'm a management consultant and excited. I love taking these kind of tests and learning more about myself and my style. So I'm excited to learn from Bijal. Perfect. Well, you answered the questions and you didn't even know what they were. So (laughs) that's the strength of yours, intuition. Because I'm a teacher. I read what everybody's doing. I just learned that. (laughs) I love it. Okay. Um, James, I believe, is the one that without a microphone. Um, Can you hear me? Is it working? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. I, uh, so this is, this mic is going to work. Awesome. So I live in Alaska. I'm a lawyer. So I'm a public defender by day. And then I coach lawyers and other professionals on stress management, um, basically helping them reduce anxiety, overwhelm, uh, avoid burnout. And so that's the area where I'm working. And uh, like Kelsey, looking to make the transition from, you know, the day job to the full-time coaching entrepreneurship. So I'm hoping to make that transition within the next year, uh, probably even in the next six months. So um, I manage a team, two teams uh, in my day job. So I don't have a team in my coaching practice, but I, I hope to get there. Also, I would like to move into uh, training and coaching teams, right? So perhaps a more corporate aspect of delivering some of the practices that I teach. And thanks for uh, being on the call today. I'm excited. I haven't done the assessment yet, but I'd like to do it um, after the call. That sounds great. And just so you know, you didn't miss out on anything. Um, the people that said they took the assessment, they're on my email distribution list. And so they got a link to take it for free. And so, um, so that's why they took it. But there is the material that I'm covering today is a standalone. You don't need to have taken the assessment. We will get you your list of strengths without the assessment. Oh, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Ben. I am here. <laughs> uh, I am. I'm just finishing. I'm actually just pulling up to my place. I'm a little bit behind, but I did manage to get logged in. So I um, <clears throat> apologize for not having my camera on, but even if I turned it on, all you would see is dark. So uh, I'm on the East Coast. I'm based out of Richmond, Virginia. Um, I travel. Uh, well, right now I've been driving up to as much as 14 hours away. Um, so I've got, I guess I would term myself kind of a serial entrepreneur. I'm, I'm willing to dive into things, try to help people figure out how to, how to revenue, how to, how to, um, how to make money or monetize what they're doing, how to position themselves. 
Um, I've got uh, everything from B to B to B to B uh, B to C to DTC, like so business to business, business to consumer, direct to consumer. I've even got some NGO government um, experience. Um, my my father was a pastor. My mom ran a crisis pregnancy center. So I've even got a church and um, government government procurement uh, experience, nonprofit experience. So I've got very very broad experience. I'm I'm married. I've got six kids. They range in age from the age of surprise. She's only one, and my oldest is 23. So that makes for that makes for sometimes craziness at home. So I can identify with, um, I would say that my team is more my, my family because uh, most of what I do, like most of what I do is 1099 related. So I don't, I'm not in a formal employment environment, but everything that I do impacts my family. So there are, uh, interesting conversations at home sometimes. So I can identify with either unmotivated children. We homeschool. <laughs> I can identify with, uh, kids not wanting to uh, cooperate or do what they're supposed to do. You know, the principal, AKA mommy being pissed off because, you know, child A is uh, fighting with child B, et cetera. So um, it, it makes for a very interesting soup, I guess, of uh, all sorts of things. Um, uh, what else can I tell you? I think that's good. That's great. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've probably knocked over, uh, I'm responsible directly and indirectly for over $250 million in gross revenues. I've probably knocked over 100,000 doors, and I've done about 15,000 interviews over the last 20 years. So lots of, lots of extroverted outreach. Great. All right. Well, thank you. Well, and I'll just point out, you know, Kelsey and Ben, you both mentioned about not having a team. And... I would encourage you to change your perspective because you are on the same team as your clients and your customers. And so these, what you're going to learn today is applicable to anybody that you are interacting with, right? And so yes, family for sure, but also in a professional, you know, capacity, even as a yoga teacher, you're interacting, you're still communicating. And so this uh, regardless will help, um, strengthen some of those ties and that messaging that you are giving. Shane, anything else you want to add before we get started? No, I just think it's great that we got a number of new people here so that we can all meet each other. And I'm really excited to have you dive in and just everyone knows the format. So generally we do kind of intros and meet and greets and then the guest expert will give a presentation and then we go into discussion and Q&A after that. So please stay on after Beagle teaches us so that way you can ask her your questions and get your answers. And at the end, we're going to hand it back over to Beagle so she can give us some more information on how to reach out to her, how to work with her or spotlight anything that she has, you know, coming up that she'd like us to know about. And otherwise I'll just say, take it away. All right. Well, that sounds great. Well, I'm kind of sad to move away from my Brady Bunch screen. I don't know if you guys are all on gallery view, but I've got, you know, three across and three down. It's kind of fun. I feel like we should be singing the Brady Bunch song. Who's Marsha? Not me. Uh, Julie. Yeah, Julie can be Marsha. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Okay. So I am going to start sharing my screen.
Okay, can someone just give me a shout out? Can you see it? Yeah, that looks yes. great. Okay, wonderful. All right, well, I'm super excited to be sharing this information with you because it has been transformative for me in my personal life and also in my work life. And there is not that many things that come to mind off the top of my head that kind of play into both sides. So I wanna walk you through the material and that should take about 30 minutes. Um, Shane, are we still good on the 30 minutes? Yes, yeah, please take as much time as you need and we'll have, we'll still have plenty of time for discussion afterwards. Okay, all right, that sounds great because I really wanna give you guys something practical. And so we'll be doing some like actual hands-on work right now. Um, and then there might be some things that you wanna do afterwards, but I really want you to walk out of here with with some of this information and that processing already done. Okay, just a little bit about me for those of you that don't know me. And even if you do, you may not know this about me, that when I was working at Deloitte, my first job out of school, I was a change management consultant for them in New York City. And I had this, uh, this view of the world that what made me successful in high school and in college, just that heads down work, you know, getting the task done was going to be the same thing that would get me progression in my career, advancement in the fulfillment even of my career. And sometimes I found myself just sort of, you know, powering through it and then I thought, well, you know, I just somehow thought things would change. And then I ended up doing the same thing at PwC and McKinsey and IBM and just didn't feel, I just felt like something was missing um, and thought that it was harder than it kind of had to be. And not to say there weren't times where I felt like I really shined and times where I felt in that flow. But in general, I would say that I was struggling, sometimes mentally, sometimes emotionally, occasionally physically, just with, uh, you know, working long hours. And then something clicked and I realized that there are these strengths that we each bring to a situation that are unique to each of us. So me, Bijal Choksi, like not a white older male, not necessarily fitting in with everyone else that was around me. Um, I still had this unique strengths that I brought that they would not be able to utilize without me. And that made me feel great when I got to do those. And so that was the shift for me when I realized about those strengths. And today I want you to, if you haven't already gone through an exercise like this, you know, I want you to have that same aha, that same epiphany, at least in one aspect of your career and walk out of here, understanding what some of your comparative advantages are, what your strengths are, and then we'll even go into some specific situations in how you can use them. So, you know, whether you master whether you want to master this to serve your clients or whether you just want to build your business, it is the same skill set. And so 
you can take it from one area of your life to another. And knowing your strengths, for me, really provided two main things. So one is that it allowed me to show up more powerfully because it was almost like you, it's like just saying that, you know, you're right-handed. It's like, not like you're boasting about it, but you're just saying that. And you can do that with your strengths too. And then number two, it also improved the way others perceive me. So I no longer felt like I had to follow somebody else's model in how they were accomplishing something. And that was so empowering, you know, especially as a minority woman in a predominantly white um, culture, right? And so knowing that just provided confidence and it, it really did shift how others were viewing me. And then the other positive is that it just, it's more fun. It feels good when you're not struggling. So, okay, so I wanna, let's dive into this. Um, this is just, for those of you that don't know me, this is a little bit about my background. I just pulled it from a, from a deck that I submitted in response to an RFP, but you know, I'm not gonna cover really any of this, but I will just say that I've had a lot of clients. I come from the corporate world and my three, like my three key values are serve, learn, and connect. And when you can hone in on your values and your strengths, that can be really powerful. Sorry, that, that sort of relates to a different workshop that I do around identifying your values, but there is a tie in there. So I just want to, again, thank you all for being here. And I know you could be potentially just binge watching Netflix and, you know, we all do it at, at times, but you're here. And that to me demonstrates that, that you're a learner and that you know that you're on this journey of of learning the journey of your progression and you go at it step by step by step. And so I want to honor you for being here tonight and adding one more step into your process, your journey. I do encourage you all to take notes and be an active participant in this because, you know, you could be, could be just sitting back and kind of passively listening to it and letting it just roll over you. And, you know, that's one way you could go through it. And then we're just sitting here on a, what's tonight, Thursday night, you know, just having this little conversation, you know, or you can really internalize it and keep an open mind and test it out in a really light, fun spirit of experimentation. So here's what we're gonna cover. I'm gonna share the framework for using your strengths we will go through exploring your strengths, and then I will show you four different strategies on how you can use some of these strengths immediately. And I do mean immediately. I, I want you to commit as we go through this. I want you to commit to trying one of those four strategies tomorrow. It doesn't add additional time. You're already doing tasks related to your career, your job, and just go ahead and try one of them and then reflect on how it went because nobody becomes a master overnight in a new strategy. 
So take that leap of faith and try it out. So the framework is three steps. I love the number three. Um, the first one is awareness because really how are you going to take action on something unless you are aware that that needs to be taken? How are you going to use your strengths if you don't know what they are? So that's the first step. I think that one's pretty apparent. Um, the second one is I call focus. And so that's about how do you focus in on your strengths? And I'll walk through a process on how you can pick one of your strengths and then focus in on it. And then the third step is refining. So there are nuances in using your strengths. You know, it's not like, like the image that comes to my mind is Flash, the superhero. I have a 15 year old and it's one of the few things that like he wants to do with me. So we watch Flash together. And so Flash, when he first got his power, when he realized it, he was overusing it. He was just, he was like running into walls, right? Because he didn't know. He didn't know how to use it intentionally and be powerful with it. And so that falls into that refined bucket. A few other points in the refine area are, well, what do you do about your weaknesses, right? Are we just ignoring them? And, you know, the short answer is no, you're not just ignoring them. There's a process I have around that too. But every strength does have that dark side, like Greta said during the introduction. Um, the other part about refining is how do you share your strengths, right? How do you talk about them without being boastful to your clients, to your team members? Um, and I pose it that it is important to share it. It is important to communicate it either explicitly or implicitly. Um, otherwise, it, you're leaving some of the, some of the positive outcomes on the table. And then third is around relationships, right? So how do you use it? So if you have one strength and then another one, another person has a completely different strength, how does that mesh together, right? How do different strengths play together? So that's kind of an refinement. So for tonight, uh, with our limited time, we are going to focus on the awareness and the, the focus steps. And if you are interested in the refined steps, I am developing an online course that will dive into that in a lot more detail, um, launching that in June. So um, we'll send out, I think Shane will include my email if you want to join. Um, I have an email newsletter that I send out that uh, announces new products that I'm releasing. And I also, you know, I also do this one-on-one. -on -one. So I do this for corporations. I do this for individuals. And so this is where we really dive in to your particular situation and talk about which one of your strengths would be the most powerful and impactful for you. So that's the framework. Basic question that I always get, well, what exactly is a strength? Like, what does that mean? And a strength is an action or a thought that comes kind of naturally to you. And it's something that you look forward to, something you're energized by, something you would love to learn more about. And it is, so they're verbs. So strengths, the way that I'm defining them, these are verbs. So these are things like creating, um, organizing, 
spreadsheeting. I know that's not a, a verb, but I do like to spreadsheet, so I'm making it a verb. Um, you know, these are actions that you are taking. And they are more of a state versus a trait. And so what I mean by that is that it doesn't necessarily, not necessarily, it doesn't change really day after day or week after week. These are things that are inherent to you that are probably a combination of maybe some percentage of genes, some percentage of history, experience, you know, such culture, just a myriad of different things that has brought you to where you are right now as a mature adult. And there are, so you've got the state and then you've got skills and knowledge. And this is something that people sometimes get confused by. So I just wanna highlight it. So you could learn a new skill. You could learn, you can gain additional knowledge on a topic but it doesn't mean that it's a strength of yours. So simple example, Shane brought up um, PowerPoint. So, you know, Shane might learn how to put together PowerPoint slides because he needs to, but it doesn't mean even if he's really good at it, that it's a strength of his. It may not be something that he is going to look forward to. Maybe he likes more of that whiteboarding type of thing and not going in and worrying about formatting and um, putting in a picture and those kinds of things. So that hopefully clarifies a little bit about what a strength is. One other distinction is that strengths are not necessarily the items that you are best at. So what I mean by that is that just because you're good at something, it doesn't mean that it's a strength of yours. So for example, I'm great. I'm like a master organizer and scheduler. And, you know, I, I it just, it's, it's a no brainer for me. Is that a strength of mine? Definitely not. I absolutely hate that. Like I, I would love to just, I outsource as much of that as I can, because even though I'm good at it, it is not something that, that energizes me. So hopefully that makes sense. All right, the number one struggle. The number one struggle that I see in people as they are starting to use their strengths is something that we can thank Mother Nature for. And that is the inherent negativity bias that we are born with. And there was a reason they say, for this negativity bias, because in evolutionary, evolutionary survival purposes, we needed to focus on what was wrong in our environment. What was wrong with me if I'm not running fast enough, you know, if I'm the last one of the pack running, then I need to improve that so that I am not attacked and so I survive. And our brains have not evolved to the same, at the same pace as our society, you know? So we may think we're all sophisticated, but, you know, but really what's going on in here hasn't changed that much over the years. And so we have to really intentionally get over that negativity bias. And how that plays out in strengths is that people tend to focus on their weaknesses. 
and then they try to improve their weaknesses. So let's say, you, you know, you're not a great public presenter and, but you want to be better at it. You know, somebody else in your office is great at it and you think it would really help you. And so you work at it. Maybe you go to Toastmasters, maybe you take an online class, maybe you record yourself, you know, you're working and you're working and you're working at it and you would make incremental improvements for sure. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't be improving our weaknesses, but I will say that if you spent that same amount of time on a strength of yours, you would make progress by leaps and bounds. The way I like to explain it is if you think about a tree, you've got these major branches that come out of it. And each of your strengths is like one of those really solid branches that are coming out of the tree. And then every time you build a skill, every time you work at it, you get this little offshoot of additional tree branches on it, which only makes that strength even stronger for you. Versus focusing in on a weakness does not give you that same payoff. So the main takeaway around strengths is that I want you to include more of those strengthening activities in your everyday life and at work. The other takeaway is that these are unique to you. And unfortunately, we don't necessarily value something that comes easy to us. We tend to think that if we focus on something we're not as good at and work really hard at it, that incremental change is amazing. Woo! But actually, if we're working on our strengths and we make huge improvements, value that. So get over that negativity bias in the brain and value your unique strengths. Okay. Step one is identify your strengths. How do you know that an action is a strength of yours? I get asked that as well. And so I have a... A little cheat sheet for you. So this is called look for the signs. So you will know that an action is a strength of yours if you meet these criteria. S is for success. When you do it, you feel effective. Maybe you've heard from other people that you kind of have a gift for this. You may have earned some sort of recognition for that activity. Instinct is the I. So before you do it, you kind of look forward to it. Like for me and the spreadsheets, and I say kind of because I actually do look forward to it, but I get made fun of sometimes because of my love of spreadsheets. And Greta, you know who I'm talking about here. Um, but I look forward to it. And so I do volunteer for that activity. And it is a, these type of, strengthening activities, when you check in with yourself, you'll get this kind of like, you're, it's like the opposite of having butterflies in your gut. It's more like a, yeah, like I got this. 
The G is for growth. And while you're doing it, you kind of feel curious. You feel inquisitive. You feel focused. You're more likely to go into that flow state. I'll continue with my nerdy example of the spreadsheet, but I like to learn formulas. And so if I can't figure something out, I might, you know, go to the help and I want to learn something. And so that is where that growth. So if you want to learn about something, it is an indicator that that might be surrounding a strength of yours. N is for needs. And so it satisfies some kind of need of yours. After you've done it, you feel fulfilled. You feel like it was you, that it was authentic. And you get some sort of satisfaction from it. Other people may not understand it, but you get some satisfaction for it. I was leading a workshop for a, a strength-based workshop yesterday for a leadership team of three. And one person hates to do kind of that iterative back and forth, like after the idea is done, he does not like to then go back and forth with other people and make those incremental changes, which you really need to do in order to have a final product. But that is so draining for him. But then he found out that somebody else on his team loves that process. And she doesn't like that initial step of like that white space that does not work for her. And so that's the way where he could not understand how she could enjoy it. And she couldn't understand how he could enjoy just that white space. But, and that's where that uniqueness to you comes in. All right, well now it is your turn. So pull out your journal and start jotting down, if you haven't already, what are some of those activities that you think might be your strengths? Is this from the list from the test or just generically we're supposed to list? This is generically. Yeah, this is going to do with the assessment. The assessment will give you your your top two strength roles, but it doesn't actually identify your strengths until you like you go through it and you pick out those verbs. So you don't don't need that for this. Oh, okay, great. Thanks. So and as you're thinking about this, um, I compiled uh, I have a whole list of different ones in case you are stuck. So you guys go ahead and get started. I'm going to go get my like 100 different verbs and activities that I have, and I will start sharing those. I'll be right back. And we are a small enough group here. So if anybody has question about what they're putting on their list, just unmute yourself and share it or put it in. Actually, I cannot see chat while I'm sharing my screen. So really just put yourself um, off of mute and go ahead and ask your question. My activities are broad. Should they be more narrow? Give me an example. Um, like I like teaching. No, that's perfect. Okay, that works. It doesn't have to be like nope. gardening. No, it doesn't. It can be. I mean, it won't. It won't be gardening for me anyway. But <laughs> no, it. That is great. So I'll read off a few just for inspiration. Assessing arranging, planning, streamlining, organizing, drafting, solving, communicating, interviewing, mentoring, 
connecting, creating, coaching, packaging, reading, troubleshooting, training, testing, studying, revising, reviewing, recruiting, negotiating, measuring, managing, illustrating, explaining, and I, you know, and I, and I could keep going, but I'll just stop there for now. So if you have your list, the next step is to go through that sign checklist if you haven't already. So of the activities that you've listed there, start ticking off. Do they meet that success criteria? Does it meet the instinct criteria and the growth criteria and the satisfying a need criteria? So I'll give you a minute or so to do that. So as you're doing that, I will just mention, since most of the people on the call are women, I have found that women have a harder time honing in on their strengths. And I could definitely go into my theories as to why that is, but I won't go there right now. Um, if that's you, then, and you haven't taken the standout assessment, you know, consider taking that. And I can send that link to Shane and he can send that out. And that might spur some additional thinking and get the wheels turning on what some additional strengths are for you. And then if you're really struggling with it, and especially on the application side, which we're gonna go next, you know, consider working with somebody like me or somebody else, or you can even you know, you can buy the book called Stand Out, which will also help you in identifying what those strengths are. Another book is called Go Put Your Strengths to Work. And both of these are by Marcus Buckingham. He is, he used to work at Gallup. He co-founded Strength Finders, which I know some of you have taken. And then he created, he left that and he created Standout mainly because it's more a representation of what you do. It's that action orientation and it is, in my mind, more applicable to the workplace. And so it's been really successful in the corporate world. So Cisco uses it, Facebook uses it, and other um, large companies because it really hones in on the strength and then how do you use it at work to be more effective. Any questions before we move on? Oh, I guess we're saving the questions for the end. But if anyone has something really burning specific about this slide, go ahead. So the second step is to then use those strengths that you just identified. And here too, I have got just an easy to follow process for you. And this one, the word to remember is free. So these are four different ways that you can start using your strengths. Okay, so the first one might seem obvious, but I'll tell you why it isn't. So the first one is focus which is just zero in on one of your strengths. And the reason why this isn't quite as simple as you might think is that 
in that moment at work where you are triggered, you get a new project thrown your way. I know this has happened with Greta, right? You get something put on your plate and you are like, crap, you know, I didn't sign up for this or this isn't what I want or that timeline is too tight. I don't have enough resources, whatever the situation is. And that moment when you're triggered, it's not the time when your caveman brain is going to think about what you're good at. It's going to start focusing in on the negative with the situation. And so you need to override that by intentionally thinking about one of your strengths and then thinking about how might you use that strength in this situation. It takes a little bit of practice. Um, and it also helps if you have your strengths listed out somewhere. Because in that moment, when you are stressed out or say, Ben, you have a, a new potential new client conversation that you're about to have, in that moment, your mind is already going and thinking about other things. You are not going to really use additional processing space in, in your brain to remember what your strengths are. So I really encourage people who are new to this to really have that listed down somewhere obvious, somewhere you can tap into. Maybe it's a post-it that you keep on your laptop or somewhere on your desk. Just to start you know, being able to just really quickly tap into it when you need to. All right, the second one is release. And this has to do with using that strength to get your job done better. So I guess I sort of combined the focus and the release in that example that I gave you about being stressed with a project at work. Um, so I'll really, so I think I really touched on that first bullet point under release already. So the second one is about proactively thinking about what are new situations at work that you can put yourself in to use that strength more. So for example, in that example I gave about the workshop I did yesterday in the space, the gentleman that liked that white space, he might talk to a different team. He might just over water cooler, well now we don't have water cooler talk, but you know, over a Zoom, if he finds out about another initiative going on in the organization, he might proactively reach out to that person and say, hey, you know, I love that initial first meeting where we start brainstorming and filling that whiteboard with ideas. You know, could you use another voice in that meeting or on that project? Now, all of a sudden, that person that he reached out to, you know, is like, is like wow, you actually want to do something outside of your like narrow focus? That's impressive. Okay, that is could be leadership potential. That could be somebody who wants to um, learn more about the organization so that they could be more effective overall. It might be somebody who just personally wants to gain a new skill in that other area of the department. But either way, now, now there's other people in the organization that's looking at that original gentleman in a positive way. And he feels great because he loves that. So to him, it's, that part of it is not even work. Okay, the third one is educate. And how do you learn new skills to build this strength? So going back to what I was saying before about you can really get the biggest bang for the buck in terms of your effort if you focus it in on 
an area that you are already strong. So what are some new skills that you can, that you can learn? You know, maybe you talk to, if you're in a corporation, you know, maybe talk to your manager about the upcoming training and why you think one would be really beneficial to help you develop this strength. Or who can you talk to about how you can more proactively use those strengths? And so you can gain skills and knowledge around a strength. And I think it's important to really approach it from this mindset of curiosity and that, you know, growth mindset where just because something is a strength of yours, it doesn't mean that you're a master of it. And I'm an organizational psychologist, but like, I don't know everything about the brain. I'm constantly learning. I don't know everything about strengths. You know, I, I attend additional workshops. I have gone through a five-month program. I've done some in-person training. I continue to develop in that area. So that's educate. And then e is ex the other E is expand. So how can you maybe expand your career and your job in order to play to that strength more? Is there a way that you can maybe share that with other people? You know, if documenting is, is a strength of yours, well, maybe you document something even though it's not in your role, and, but you share it with others. And then how can you expand your job in order to make better use of your strengths? Because if you're good at something, you'll, it'll actually be in a welcome expansion and you won't necessarily look at it as oh, crap, you know, I need to do an extra hour in this. Because if it's something that you feel good about doing, great to do more of that. And then hopefully shifting away from some of those other tasks that are not as much of a strength for you. All right, so it's your turn. How are we doing on time? I just, there aren't, I don't have, Shane, can you just... Maybe unmute yourself and just let me know. Sure, yeah. If we could wrap up in the next uh, 10 minutes or less, that would be great. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Perfect. I think it should be about five minutes. So now it's your turn again. So pull out that notebook again and go ahead and start thinking about each of these four strategies. So the first one is choosing a strength. So take a look at your list that you did in step one. And then proactively choose one that you think is really relevant for you at work right now. That would help you. And then commit right now in this moment to use that strength tomorrow. Not next week, use it tomorrow. And send me an email if you need some accountability. I would love to, I'd love to hear from you. Second one is release. So you've chosen a strength, and for the release one, you could choose a different one if you want, but what is a strength that you can use to help you in an area, something you're struggling with? It could be motivation. It could be confidence. It could be um, things taking too long to get done. What's an area you're struggling with, and how might you intentionally pick a strength to help you with it? So the next one is educate. Is there a new skill that you can learn to use one of your strengths more? Is there someone who might help you use that strength in a different situation? 
Maybe there's a work buddy. Maybe there's somebody who you think is even better at that strength than you are. Somebody would, who's good at something would love to share their tips and strategies with someone else who's interested in it. Somebody asked me about some questions about an Excel spreadsheet. I would love it. I'm like, yes, welcome to my geekhood. Come on, come on in. Let's figure this out together. And then the fourth one is expand. So think about how you can expand your career, whatever it is, in order to use that strength more. So if you are, for example, if you are great at connecting, building those one-on-one -on -one connections, maybe you're doing it on the phone right now. Is there an opportunity to connect using a different communication vehicle, right? I know we can't do the in-person right now, but are there other ways? So I just recently started using voice text um, for some people, and I've gotten really positive feedback on that around. It was really nice to hear your voice as opposed to just typing, which I normally do in text. So how might you expand a strength in a different way? Scene one, Apple, take one. Hi, I'm Shane Borza, your content creator coach. I have two books on filmmaking, Film Notes, where you learn to write, direct, and produce, and the Film Notes Workbook, where you can learn checklists and paperwork to streamline creating your content. Available at shaneborza.com. I also have filmmaker resources like the Paperwork Bundle with over 300 documents, the Sound Effects Bundle, with almost 3,000 files and the music bundle featuring 900 tracks of all genres. Want to build your professional credits? Become an associate producer and get listed on IMDb. Let me help you get your art out into the world. Scene one, Apple, take one. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Solve Network. As a reminder, these calls are held live on the first and third Thursday of each month. If you'd like to join us as either a listener or guest expert, please contact me at shaneborza.com. On behalf of my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we're glad you are a part of the network and hope you are finding solutions. If you need solutions, please reach out.